This is your morning routine. Listen, respect my name. Cap and J-Hood. That's right. That's right. We're bad. Uh-huh. Watch the show on Twitch. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago. Stream the show on the ESPN Chicago app and on FM 100.3 HD2 and on ESPN 1000 Chicago. Now, now. David Kaplan and Jonathan Hood. Good morning, everyone. Bring them out. Bring them out. Woo! Bring them out, bring them out. 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 Oh, God. Welcome in to the Cap and Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000, and we're streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. With David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. We got Shay, we got Jay Moore, we got you for a three hour ride here on this Monday morning with open phone lines for you at 312 332 ESPN 332 3776 is our phone number. Good morning, Twitch. Twitch.tv forward slash ESPN without Chicago. That's where you can watch our show and all the shows here on ESPN Chicago. And my guy, Cap, you gotta love him because here he is, the jet setter. Flying across the country, spending time at the Sands, watching Don Rickles. I was not watching at the, the Sands. <laughs> what? The Sands is gone. Sorry? I was at the wind. There he is at the Sands, spending time with Rickles, watching the Rat Pack. I mean, who has the money to be able to get themselves on a flight to TWA and going cross country to spend time watching the Rat Pack? My guy, Cap. Tell us, man, how was it? How was the martinis? Still two two bucks? How was it? They were not two bucks. They are expensive, but it was awesome. We were in Vegas. My wife and I, my brother and sister in law, saw Sebastian oh. Maniscalco. Oh, you brought and Pat McGann. Oh, you oh. brought you brought the old lady with you, huh? She's not old. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, isn't that the era? I mean, if you're gonna go to Vegas, you got to use the jargon. You got to wow. use that. You didn't bring the Girl Friday this time, huh? No Girl Friday. You, you didn't bring the secretary? The Sands is gone. The Stardust doesn't exist anymore. Lefty Rosenthal's not in the desert. I'm hearing that. You know, I'm hearing that Telly Savala's still doing a one-man show. Is that true? He says a little sing and dance? He's dead. Huh? He's dead. Well, that's where you were, it's weren't you? all modernized. Let me tell you. Well, that's terrible. We'll get into it a little later. I, I, I want to know how it was. Vegas was amazing. Yeah. And I came home a loser. I did not win any money. But it was, we had a blast. Food is off the chain out there. Yeah. Well, I don't want to hear that, that you came home as a loser. I mean, usually you get a couple of, you know, shellings in your pocket. And if it's not you, it's Mindy. What about Mindy? Did she have come home with some money? She actually has a couple hundred dollars in her wallet. See, I always think like this. Even if you don't do well, Cap, if Mindy is being able to get something with sports gambling or at the tables, that means the Kaplan family won. So you're in the black. At least somebody is able to win. I gave her a few chips to play with at the blackjack. Yeah. And you got to hunt around. The blackjack's stupid expensive out there now. We find a 25-hour table. That's like dirt cheap out there. Mm -hmm. She got up, I think, $190. She's like, I'm good. I'm like, you're out of chips already? She's like, no, I'm good. She had the chips already in her purse. Mm-hmm. And cash out. Cashed out, put mm-hmm. her 190 bucks in her wallet. She's good. Mm-hmm. Me, I got to go to the ATM. Of course. Yeah. Not good. But Cause, cause the old ATM, what, what's, the, what's the percentage on that? Was that 18%? Probably. 
something like that. <laughs> they, they see you coming. As soon as they said, as soon as you go to the ATM, give me your money. Exactly. Give me your money. There will honey. be a $9 million service charge for this. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it was awesome. Sebastian Maniscalco, highly recommend. Awesome. Pat McGann, hilarious dude. Chicago guys, well, awesome. And then we sit down at the blackjack table. Mm-hmm. And there's a guy sitting with us. What do you do? Where are you from? Chicago. Oh, I'm from Vegas. Oh, you grew up here? No, I'm actually just moving here for a job. And we keep playing. And my wife's like, so what kind of job moves you to Vegas? Are you in the service industry? She says. He's like, I guess you could call it that. I'm a football coach. Yeah. He does. He's not like the head coach of the Raiders. He's not the GM. But he works for the Raiders. He took a job in the Raider organization. Uh Uh-huh. We start getting into the quarterbacks and Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears. Then I read the interview Ryan Poles did where he sat down with Peter King from uh, Football Morning in America. He had an opportunity to sit down and talk to him for over an hour. And they talked and talked and talked. And after reading this... He started it by saying, Peter, it's great to be with you. It's no cap at Jay Hood show, but ah. it's great to be with you. And I want to read you this quote, and then I want people in their cars, their breakfast nook at school, wherever you're at, to get fired up. It's a new era. We are the home of Bears football. I believe in building something to sustain success for a long period of time, Paul said. I'm all in on that. To me, that's got to be through the draft. This is just a chance to load up this team with a bunch of opportunity and flexibility to do that. It's time for this organization. The practice facility and the offices were just built. The new president, Kevin Warren, comes in, and we think the same innovative way, I think. We're in position to have a new stadium. Now with this opportunity at the first pick, it feels like an opportunity to kind of heal some of the things that happened before and become a really good team. Everything feels right. And he said to Peter, I know I can get a 24 one, 2024 number one pick and a 2025 number one pick in a major package for a trade. However far he goes down, I want to get a blue player, his term for a premier first rounder. And there's only six or eight of those where the Bears end up setting the board. But blue meaning blue chip, right? Correct. Okay. He has this, he colors them. Mm-hmm. You're good, but you're red. You're not. Blue. Blue is the top of the board. Got it. The Tyree Wilsons, the Bryce Youngs, the... um, Will Anderson. Will Anderson, Jalen Carter. Those guys are blue. But he said, I'm not greedy, but you're going to have to go above and beyond if you want me to close the door and make the trade now. And he said, I've gotten a call that I would go farther down than I would think I'd want to. But if the price is right, I'm building this long term, I would do it. Okay. So now we have to unpack what all that means. Mm-hmm. The last part of that is intriguing to me in which he's – I like to know what his floor is. I know what his ceiling is. That's the number one pick in the draft. But what's his floor? The old Jerry Angelo phrase of ceiling floor athletes. Correct. Ceiling floor when it comes to the draft. So what do you think his floor is? And explain that. Ceiling and floor, Angelo, he said – his floor is, okay, even if he's not what I hoped he was, he's not going to be worse than that. Yes, which is a good base. And if, Right. Yep. And if he hits his ceiling, he's an all-pro. Mm-hmm. 
So in this iteration of, of ceiling floor or, or how far down he can go, how far down is he talking about here? So it sounds like he would be willing to make multiple trades down. Okay. Peter also referenced that if he goes from one down to two, he probably won't get a first-round pick for making that move, but he'd get two high picks, like maybe the next two number twos or a two and a three. Then he could go two to wherever and keep adding on draft capital. And they reference, Ryan doesn't, but Peter does, they want to be like the Eagles, who Howie Roseman last year, you want my 16th pick? I want two number ones. And so he got multiple picks. And now he's picking 10th because the Saints weren't very good. That's what Ryan wants. He wants future picks. He would like to get picks in 24, 25, and 26. You can't do that until the night of the draft. You can only trade 23, 24, 25 now on the league year when it starts on the 15th. If you wait till April 27th, you could add 2026. Like he could make a haul, but he's then telling you this is a longer term rebuild than bunch of picks. Now let's get it turned. You cool with that? Because I am. Okay, Cap. Okay. So I like to try to keep things as simple as possible because what am I? Just a mere sports fan. And so I'm watching this and reading this just like you're reading this. And I would tell you that I'm not going to change my opinion on the Bears. For Ryan Poles, do not outdumb the room, which is, which is laid out there is somewhat complicated and also stretches out more time for the Bears to lose. And I understand that this upcoming season may or may not be a winning season for the Bears. As a matter of fact, I can call it right now. I don't expect the Bears to be in the playoffs in 23. But what I'm telling you is, Cap, is that when you have the number one pick in the draft, and yes, you have the opportunity to control the entire draft because you're one, Cap, you want to make sure that you get as many blue-chip athletes as possible. If you're going to trade out of one, I expect the Bears to be able to get several guys in the first round of the draft. And I don't, I'm not talking about going all the way down to pass 10 to get that done. The further down you go... The you, you're looking now. You're looking at diamonds in the rough mm-hmm. more so than what is. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have what is than to, to just roll the dice and say, "Hey, look at look at us! Look at all the moves that we made." Hey, man, don't don't confuse activity with accomplishment. The accomplishment is to be able to get as many quality, difference making, cornerstone athletes in the first top ten that draft as you can, if you can. That's what I'm looking at if I'm polls. This whole idea of going up and down and saying, what if we don't get anything in the top 10 and we go down and get more picks? Now, just like any other draft, now you're saying, well, between 10 and 20, 10 and 25, these are what ifs. I think, what, I think I'd rather have what's sh- what I'm sure about in the top 10 for me. Okay. Valid point. Valid. For me... The roster is so bad. You're the worst team in the NFL. And I know there are people out there that cringe when they hear, you're picking number one for a reason. Mm -hmm. Because you have the worst roster in the league. And he knows that. He has intimated that in discussions. He has made comments like he does to Peter King. This is the chance, as he just said, to heal. Heal some of the things that happened before and become a really good team. Everything feels right and Peter then goes on to list the teams that might be willing to trade up what I keep hearing is Anthony Richardson is the guy 
that everybody is in love with. Now, they all believe you better have a veteran quarterback stopgap, mm-hmm. and that kid has to develop. His numbers at the Combine, insane. Oh, absolutely. No question. Insane. The flavor in, of the Combine. In every measurable vertical jump, 40 times, strength, every one of them, he uh, 60 miles an hour, he threw the football. 60 miles an hour. Every one of them, he was the winner. So, the question is, are you cool like I am? I don't think Hoodie is. If Ryan Pohl said I traded down to two and I got whatever, two and three from Houston, then I went from two to 15, the Titans want to come up, or to 12, and I got a 24 number one and a 25 number one and a second round pick and a third here and a fourth there. I'm all in, man, because I want this thing built so that the rest of our career together, mm-hmm. just like all those fans out there, the foreseeable future, the next decade, holy bleep. Look at the 25 Bears, the 26 Bears, the 27. Young, lean, mean, stadiums under construction, and they're rolling. I'm into quality versus quantity. Mm-hmm. I need to be able to look at, at this upcoming draft and say the next five or ten years as we do this, Cap, remember that draft? Look how look at that quality player in the top five that he was able to get. Mm-hmm. Look at the other picks that he was able to get in the second and third round. You know, it's funny. We can talk about these numbers all day. We can talk about how many players you're going to get, Cap. Mm-hmm. We can talk about that. But until we actually see the process and how good he is at the draft, these are just numbers. These are just what-ifs. These are just uh, suspects instead of prospects. That's exactly what it is. We can talk about these numbers all day. But if we judge the Bears on the Claypool deal, dot, dot, dot. So so his talent evaluation is still under a big microscope. Correct. Claypool may turn out to be a hell of a football player. I hope he is. He certainly, the eight games or whatever he played here, thereabouts, wasn't wildly impressive. He got hurt. But again, it was a bad team. Lousy offensive line. Quarterback that was tucking the ball and running. You got two big-time quarterbacks in next year's draft. You may get to next season and go, holy bleep, I thought the Bears would be better this year. But guess what? They got three picks in the first round. Now you can go get any quarterback you want. It's fine, Cap, but those are still question marks. Uh, like we're, we're again, you have choices, but who are those choices? Mm-hmm. Who can be able to help you right away? Here's the difference between Poles and you and I. Poles feels like he's got plenty of time to be able to rebuild this thing. How much time do you and I have as Bears fans to wait before we start criticizing? Right. That's 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 just fair, right? Yes, I we understand the plan, but where's the results? How soon can we see the results in a positive way? 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776. Shay, let's open the phone lines here on this Monday morning regarding the Bears. Cap wants uh, quantity, and I want quality. Are you with me, or are you with Cap as far as the philosophy up there from Ryan Poles? We just laid it out for you for Monday morning quarterback. What do you think is best for the Bears? Cap and Jay Hood on the home of the Bears, ESPN 1000. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. Cap and Jay Hood are back on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's Home for Sports. It's the Cap and 
J. Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000, and we're streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. It's going to be the biggest party of the year. Guests from ESPN 1000's 25-year history will be in attendance. You don't want to miss this one. Tickets are going to sell out fast. Friday, March 24th, doors open at 11 a.m. The live show goes on between 12 and 6. It's going to be at the House of Blues. And you can get tickets at LiveNation.com. Again, LiveNation.com. Search ESPN Chicago. We're going to get Jay Cutler there. Robbie Gold's going to stop by. Mark Greco, Edzo, the Coronets, Jordan Anche. Also, Sarah Spain, Nick Friedel, Luke Canellis, Fred Hubner. It'll be Ray Flores and so many others. And also... Macuricko and Harry? Not going to happen? Macuricko and Harry? All, all part of the mix as well? Bring it on. Let's go. The return of the threesome. And by the way, 25th anniversary ticket giveaway will take place at 850. A chance for you to be able to win tickets to this great affair that's going to take place on March 24th. Hope that we get a chance to see your face in the place. And I think if we're going to do the Macuricko and Harry thing, Danny ought to get out of his ivory executive tower and produce the thing. Uh, yeah. You think so, huh? Yes. And I think Yurko ought to have a like a phone that he throws at him. <laughs> oh, jeez. I, uh, I don't know if Danny's going to come out of retirement for those three. Come on, Danny. I don't think so. Back to be, a great, be a great reenactment on it the would. stage of the 25th. be uh, hilarious. Yurko chucking a phone at Danny. So uh, the 25th anniversary ticket giveaway takes place at 8.50 right here on Chicago's Home for Sports ESPN uh, 1000. Uh, Cap and I are talking to you about the Bears, and this is based on Monday morning quarterback. I thought that when you and I got a chance to talk to Ryan Poles, he was affable. Uh, he was relaxed. He was, he was a man you could tell that he's in control. He looks like the guy that should be sitting there with the big majestic seat mm-hmm. with the number one pick of the draft because totally agree. he has an opportunity now to be able to control the entire draft based on this thing. This I can cannot say it louder, Cap, of how important this pick is for the Chicago Bears in our lifetime. So you're up. It's Monday morning. You just poured a cup of coffee or got some tea, and you're ready to get your day started. So... Hoodie wants, got to be in the top ten. He wants one of those blue players that Ryan Poles talks about. Blue Ming, there's like six to eight of them in the draft. You can understand that, though, right, Cap? 100%. As a talent evaluator, you understand where I'm going with this because as many times as we're looking at these mock drafts, and by the way, the names aren't changing. There's kind of, they might be moving around, but they're still, we know the top ten players that could be taken based on mock drafts that we've seen. Now, they're going to be quarterbacks every time that will be overdrafted. Overdrafted, hundred percent. As someone I talked to over the weekend in the league said, "Look, Anthony Richards had killed the combine. He's the most exciting prospect at that position in the draft. Mm-hmm. It used to be guys like that would slide, and you go, we'll take a shot at him, twenty three, twenty four, and then we'll just develop. He may go number one, number one, Anthony Richardson of sure. Florida. So I want." Obviously, quality, you got to be able to play, but I want quantity. And Ryan has talked. Again, there's a great article on uh, Football Morning in America, Peter King, and Ryan Pohl sat down with him for a long time in his suite down in Indianapolis. And he said, quote, should we do this before free agency? Should we wait? I don't know. That's what I've communicated to teams. I can carry this all the way until we're on the clock the night of the draft. Then there's teams that want some certainty because if I need a quarterback bad, should I do that now with some of these guys like Derek Carr are out there? 
to me, they've got to go so much more above it to make me do it now. I'm not greedy, but they're going to have to go above and beyond to close the door now. And it can heal some of the problems this organization has had. I would agree with that. However, I just don't want the Bears to be able to outsmart themselves by saying, hey, look what we did. I don't need... I don't want Poles to have this big spotlight on him saying, hey, look how, how often we went down to the draft to be able to get quality. You're not ready to win yet anyway. So what I'm saying is, is that get as many cornerstones as possible. We've looked at this depth chart every day, Cap. And by the way, the talent isn't changing. It's still holes. As many times as we open up this tab and look at this depth chart, holes everywhere. Offensive line, defensive line, secondary, um, you know, w- with wide receiver core. So I want them to be able to get as many quality picks as possible, especially, again, blue-chip athletes. That's what I'm looking uh, but for. But I think if you anywhere in the first round you're getting a blue-chip, you're not getting, obviously, the top of the top of the top. But as he said, the quote that sticks out with me, now with this opportunity with the first pick, it feels like an opportunity to kind of heal some of the things that happened before and become a really good team. Everything feels good. Right. Ryan Poles obviously listening to Fat Joe. Price went up. Yesterday's price is not today's price. That is true. That, you know, Fat Joe is correct when he says that. Uh, Ian Rappaport may agree with that. Ian Rappaport says teams are scrambling, just doing every, anything they can to get that first pick. The people I've spoken with, as, as of right now, likely that the Bears end up moving the number one pick. Certainly they've had interest, I would say significant interest from several teams in the top ten about potentially coming up to one. And if you wondered why, what would teams want to trade a ton of draft capital for just to get all the way up to number one? We saw a lot of it today. These quarterbacks are as talented a group as we've seen in at least in a couple years, watched C.J. Stroud put on a show. Obviously, Bryce Young didn't do much today except for hang around. Will Levis uh, put on a show as well, and then Anthony Richardson, everything that he did. There's a lot of reasons why teams may have to move up to go take. Maybe the Raiders, the Panthers are still looking for a quarterback. All those teams, at least potentially, could end up trading draft capital and getting up to one. That's why Ryan Poles' phone is going to be one of the more intriguing items going forward over the next two months or so. Thoughts there from Ian Rappaport. What do you think of that? I get it, because I think he may make multiple trades. Mm -hmm. He also goes on in that article, Peter King, uh, after his conversation with Poles, that if he goes from one to two, he may not get a first-round pick for doing that. But he'd get two high picks. So it, what, would you sign off on that? I would not. From one to two? He said, and then wouldn't get any more first-round picks after that? Well, then he would trade from two somewhere else. To Maybe he goes to four with Indy. Maybe he goes to the Colt, I mean, uh, the Carolina Panthers, the Los, A- Las Vegas Raiders. He said there's been somebody outside of the top ten that has talked to him. Some people believe that's Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And so I think Tennessee's at what, 15? I think they're 15. Mm-hmm. And he said, for me to do that, then you're going to have to really give me a lot to make that move. So what have I told you? They went from one to two and they got Houston's number two and number three. And then he went from two to pick Tennessee. And he got three more number one picks. So he's picking at 15. He's got a 24 number one pick, a 25 number one pick. Now, all of a sudden, he's like, now I've got draft capital. 
I just think that it, when we get to that point where we're talking about 15 and lower, yes, do they qualify as number one picks? Yes. I, I'm sorry, first-round picks? Yes. But are they really? Oh, absolutely they are. But are they, but are they blue chip? I think we're. I think we have to get out of ten. We're out of the blue chip. Dude, Aaron Donald went what thirteen or fourteen? Yep, that's that's one. And then give me another example. Oh, I'll go back through the drafts. There's. I think there's outstanding talent. If you're picking in the top twenty, but, outstanding. And and by the way, that might be true. You may be able to give me a list long as your arm. However, I don't know that Ryan Poles would be able to get those guys. That that kind of quality. But you know why? Because he's new to the draft, too, Cap. I mean, this will be his second one. But it's only fair. A valid point, yeah. Johnny. But he's also been doing this for a long time in Kansas City. But not as the guy. Part of the process, but not as the guy. How many times have you told me, ultimately, no matter if Iberflus is in the room or Kevin Warren's in the room or anyone else, that ultimately this is on Ryan Poles? By the way, I'm not saying that he can't. I'm just saying I don't know. Right. I know it's not popular in sports radio to say, but again, what, what are we basing polls and his draft prowess on? One draft? I'm, the hope is that he'll be able uh, that he understands that, hey, man, you don't have to do so much wheeling and dealing. Just be able to fill some holes with quality players. You, if the defense has their own, you talk about three technique all the time, right? This is what Iberflus wants. Make sure you find those guys with this defensive line. Make sure that you get protection for, for Justin Fields in that offensive line. Make sure that you find yourself wide receivers that can be able to connect with Justin Fields for the next decade. That's important. I am more excited after us meeting him, yeah. talking to him on and off the air, hearing what I heard from some people in the league, and then reading his extensive interview with Peter King. More excited than I've ever been. I am too. This is the chance. I'm not c- caught up in, and I know there are others, Got to get. We got to get eight or nine wins next year. I mean, we can't no, do that. That's not where I am. I, yeah. I'm not there. I yeah. don't care what they win next year. I don't. I want to see the quarterback develop, Justin. If he doesn't, I want the draft capital to be able to go get Drake May or Caleb Williams, one of those dudes, if that's who the number one guy is. Mm-hmm. And I want to see multiple number ones over the next three years. So all of a sudden, you're like, wow, they got a number one there. Like... Some of these teams now, you look at Detroit coming up. Some of these teams have had multiple number ones. Eventually, if you're a decent drafter, you start to win. We've got one number one pick of our own Yep, on our team, and that's Justin Fields. That's it. That You're not going to win that way. All right, let's get your phone calls in here. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. Team Cap, Team Hood. What's more important to you if you're Ryan Poles? Is it quality or is it quantity? So we'll get your calls in on that. Also still to come, is there etiquette about the middle seat on a plane? We'll talk about that as well. Mix it in with our Bears conversation, Cap and Jay Hood. Here's today's headlines, headlines with Cap and Jay Hood. Good morning, Chicago. Mike Clevenger won't face discipline for Major League Baseball, which closes investigation of allegations against the White Sox pitcher. The Bulls got a 42-point effort out of Zach Levine yesterday in Indiana, but still lost on a game winner by Tyrese Halliburton, 125-122. The season continues to slip away from the Bulls, who are now in the 12th seed in the Eastern Conference at 29-36. The Big Ten tournament bracket is set. Seventh-seeded Illinois will take on Penn State on day two. 
Thursday at 5.30. Also, Northwestern sealed up the number two seed in the tournament with a win over Rutgers yesterday. And the winner will take on Penn State and Illinois. That will take place Friday at 5.30. Memphis head coach Taylor Jenkins offered no timetable of his return for John Morant, who was suspended after displaying a gun at a nightclub on Instagram Live. Purdue over Illinois, 76-71. Drake over Bradley in Arch Madness, 77-51. And longtime teammate here at ESPN 1000, Dave Wills, and also voice of the Tampa Rays, passed away yesterday. Shay Moore. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Cap and Jay Hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. and Jay Hood. Weekday mornings at 7 here on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. That same ESPN Chicago app in which you could find Basketball U. Yes, Basketball U with Tyler Aki and Shay Norling. They had their show yesterday. They have it on Sunday mornings, but you can catch the podcast on Basketball U. You need your March Madness fix? They got it for you on the ESPN Chicago app. Cap and I are talking to you about the Bears. 312-332-ESPN. 332-3776 is our phone number. Um, we're talking to you about quality versus quantity. If you're Ryan Poles, what are you taking a look at? Now, let's also give you, Cap, probably the worst idea. We've had a lot of theories out there, right, with the draft. What should the Bears do? Hold steady with not one. Get more picks. Trade out of whatever it is, right? How about this from LaDainian Tomlinson from the NFL Network? Here's an idea. I believe Chicago should trade out of their first pick. They need a plethora of, of positions to fill there in Chicago to put around Justin Field. You put this kid in your, in your backfield, your offense instantly gets a lot better. He's going to make Justin Fields better. I think B. John Robinson to Chicago. Obviously, you're going to get him around maybe the 10th pick. Mm-hmm. Th- I'm thinking. You get a lot of Certainly value the top right away, LT. Yeah. You get a lot of value yeah. right away. Oh, my God. I am not taking a running back in the top ten. Running backs are going to running back, aren't they? Now, if you told me we traded back up, we got Cap. you know two extra twos, and I traded up to 28, and I'm like, and Ryan Poles when I had to have him. Okay, whatever. That's your evaluation. Top ten? Get the hell out of here. We're not one running back away. Oh, we're not? My goodness. We're a running back away from getting to the playoffs. You know this, right? All these holes running back. Like I said, there's so many <laughs> there's so many different ideas out there for the Bears. But here is Ladanian Tomlinson telling you, yeah, for sure. I'd go running back in that spot. He's a great player, Bijan Robinson. But Guess still, what? Yeah. If you told me the Chiefs went and they don't, they have Isaiah Pacheco. Some team that's like right on the precipice. The Bengals let uh, Joe Mixon go. He's had some issues, getting older, mileage. We're getting that guy. Okay, you got Joe Burrow and all this other talent. Do what you got to do. The Bears? Not the Bears, no. No shot. It's funny, but it's it's something I would not entertain. But again, a running back is going to say, hey, there's a running back in the draft. The Bears should take him. Now listen, in years past, that would have been the case. Because this is running back you and, and defensive line, or linebacker you this place, right? This Chicago Bears. Correct. Not this Chicago Bears. Okay, so let me ask you this question. I know how we phrased it. So Ryan Pulse talks to Peter King. I know I can get a 24 and a 25 first round pick. You can't trade the 26th 
2026 picks until April 27th. Are you okay with more picks? I'm talking quality picks. I'm not talking sixth rounders. I'm talking first round picks. If they're down the road and it means the rebuild's going to take a little longer or, nope, I got to have them now. Because I'm okay if it takes a little bit longer. You say that now on March 6th. Wait until you get that 10th loss in 12 games. You will hit the roof. We won't be able to control you. I don't think so. Stop! Who do you think you're talking to? Seriously? Yeah, I... What a straight face. Hoodie, I'm okay with the losing. How many rants did you have last year knowing that they were bad? How many rants did I have knowing that they were bad? We still don't like it. You say it now with perspective. I just got back from Vegas, and I feel pretty good about the Bears if they lose a few games. You? Oh, God. I, I, th- I think I'm in a good place here. Cap, in March, <laughs> once we get into the season, you won't be happy. Even though we know what the, the forest for the trees, we know what the future is for the Bears, you won't be happy. Like, what if I lay out a scenario who do to you? you who do you think you're talking to? Jonathan Hood. Okay, well, then the audience knows, and I know, too. Okay, so you're going to be pissed off. Let me like lay I out a scenario for okay. everybody out nice here. Nice and calm now in March. Ryan Poles announces, yeah, we've traded the pick, and we have now stockpiled. They're going to pick twice this year in the first round, but it's not in the top eight. And then we've also got our pick and at least one number one in 24 and in 25, plus I picked up a two here and a three there. I'm okay. Damn. Yeah, but who? Who the player? Yeah, that's the that's thing. his job, but, not well, mine. Well, like, again, we're just talking, we're just picking out lottery numbers. Like I gra- I pulled up while we were at break, just the 2017 draft. Miles Garrett, blue chipper, great player. He went one. Obviously, we effed up and took Mitch Solomon Thomas, number three to San Francisco, bust. Fournette to the Jaguars. He's okay. He's a good player, but the number four, no. Corey Davis, five, no. Jamal Adams, really good player. Mike Williams, Christian McCaffrey went eighth. But if you go out of that top ten, my friend, Mahomes, tenth. Marshawn Lattimore went 11. Deshaun Watson, 12. Hassan Reddick, a monster, went 13. Derek Barnett, good player, 14. Um, Marlon Humphrey, Jonathan Allen, Adore Jackson. There's really good players that went. Evan Ingram, really good players. Get me up. Freaking Hall of Picks. 312-332-3776 is our phone number. Let's go to the phone lines to talk to you. Northwest, or let's, uh, Northwest Ohio, listening on the ESPN Chicago app. Here's Jason on Chicago's Home for Sports. Good morning, Jason. Hey, good morning, guys. I listen to you guys every morning. I love this show. Appreciate I am you. In Northwest Ohio, I am in Northwest Ohio, but I have been a Bears fan since I was nine, since Jimmy Mack was still flinging it. I'm with Cab. I want, I want future... Quality picks. I, as sad as it, I hate to admit it, but we are still like two or three years away from like truly competing. So, I'm with you. I mean, it it's but, sad. But, but, but I, I want to win. True. That's that's true. I, I understand that, Jason. But still, that should not stop you from saying if there's someone that you should have in the first round of the in the draft, you should get them. Quality player. We're talking about numbers. I want the quality players. And I think you can do that without having to go and mortgage the future for another two or three years and kick it, kick the can down the road. I don't, what do you guys think of Jack Sanborn? Like, I oh. mean, is he is he sticking around? Is oh. he just a diamond in the rough? Is he? 
I mean, what a what a surprise that was. We love it. We do. We're big Jack Sanborn guys. Oh. But Jack Sanborn is more of a glue at this point. Maybe he's going to become Brian Urlacher. I don't know. But more likely, he's he's a glue. Hey, wait, you don't know that. Just step out of there. We he, don't know what he is. He's a glue guy. He's a good <laughs> dude to have on your roster. He's a nice kid. He plays hard. He's a good tackler. Yes. Like, he's a glue guy. You win with him. He's not one of your 10. Bill Polian said you need 10 to 12 blue chip foundation pieces if you want to win a Super Bowl. We have none right now other than potentially the quarterback. All right, if you're on hold, you will be on the air. 312-332-3776 is our phone number. Your thoughts on what's best. Is it quality or quantity when it comes to this draft if you're Ryan Poles? Captain Jay Hood, we're on ESPN 1000, also on 100.3 FM HD2. Cap and Jay Hood are back. Just when I thought I was out. They pulled me back in. On Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. The one thing we do constantly um, in any situation that we're in, we put players in certain values of how they impact our football team. You know, there's like three levels of starters, you know, guys that are going to come and impact immediately and and take your team to the next level or guys that need, you know, a year to figure it out, but they're going to still start. And then there's a group that's going to rotate and needs a little bit more time to develop. So um, we're going to play the numbers game, that top row. We're going to see how many guys we got that impact our team. And then, at the same time, when you start thinking about trading, you're saying, well, if we can accumulate picks, is this one player better than four, right? So that's the game that we got to play and, and make sure that we do it the right way so we can just continue to add a lot of players to our roster that can help us get better. Brian Poles, the general manager of the Chicago Bears, talking right there with Cap and I. If you missed that conversation, go to the ESPN Chicago app. And click the Cap and J Hood podcast. You'll be able to hear that interview in its entirety. So I just like that he has options. And he's laid it out. to. So I've heard him in maybe four or five different interviews, Cap, be able to lay out all these different scenarios. And so I'm not sure which one he's going with. But I'm glad that the Bears, for the first time since 1947, have the world by the tail where they can control the draft. They can control what they want to do. And so that's interesting to me. Yeah, again, to go back to, I know everybody's getting their morning started and getting their week rolling, but his quote to to Peter King, who is as tapped in as anybody and has been for decades, I believe in building something to sustain success for a long period of time, and that's got to be through the draft. This is just a chance to load up this team with a bunch of opportunity and flexibility to do that. It's time for this organization, and it feels like an opportunity to kind of heal some of the things that happened before and become a really good team. Everything feels right. By the way, spring trading starts tomorrow. Not training. Spring trading starts tomorrow. It's going to happen every Tuesday in the month of March, so that means that uh, Danny Zetterman will come in coming up at 9.50, so two hours from now, and he will put some names in the hat. We're going to find out who's going to host with whom. Right, we flip the schedule just each Tuesday for the month. So I won't be with you tomorrow. Well, maybe you will. Maybe I will. That'd be awesome. Maybe you will. And maybe it'll be a different time slot. Again, it's the luck of the draw. We don't know. Correct. So we're going to find out. So unless you have already know what's going on, to say that we're not going to work together. I don't. Okay. He's going to pick them live on air. We might be working nights. That'd be. What? It's a possibility. 
I guess. <laughs> so that's fine. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. Let's go to the phone lines to talk to you. We say hello to Eddie on the north side on ESPN 1000. Oh, boy. Good morning, Eddie. Hey, boys. How you doing? Well, first off, Cap, I mean, you said you can only have one, not one number one pick. Hey, Travis Kelsey was drafted in the third round. Right. Tyreek Hill drafted in the fifth round. Right. Patrick Mahomes, a late number one. No, he was a tenth pick. Yeah, I know. He, tenth number one. I know. That's pretty, you know, late, not number Is one. It? And look what they did. Hold on, well, hold on a second. Put that, put that on the poll. Hold, put down the poll, please, Shay. Uh, at ESPN one thousand is the tenth pick in the draft late in the draft. Go ahead, Eddie. But when you have an exceptional quarterback, I don't care who you have on the field. These are professional football players. If Justin is what everybody says he is, even what he runs with next year on the offense, okay, get him some offensive linemen in free agency. He should excel what he has there. I mean, Julian Edelman was an MVP in a Super Bowl. Think about that. This guy was, like, taken off the street. It, when, when you have exceptional talent at the quarterback position, even T. Higgins, he was, what, second round, late pick, too? You second know, round. I, Burrow, I know Burrow, Burrow made him what he is. But anyways, that's my point on that. If you're exceptional at the quarterback, you – Make pros. You make all pros at the wide receiver and tight end positions. Period. That's it. It's well, a fact. That, Eddie, that's it. why I'm advocating. I'm not advocating the trades for four number five picks. I'm advocating get me a bunch of seconds, get me mid first, get me a 24 first, a 25 first. Like all of a sudden now, I got first and second round guys all over my roster in three years. That's what I want. I like the idea of being able to get more picks, but not to mortgage the, the number one pick to be able to go down past 10 or 11. I Just uh, just because they're labeled number one picks or first-round picks doesn't necessarily mean that they're first-round picks. But, like, the cut you played, like Ryan said to us, okay, let's assume I trade it for four picks. Is taking Will Anderson or uh, the kid uh, Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech or Jalen Carter is that grade higher than the four players that I'm able to address holes. I can't be the general manager and dumb myself out of position. Just can't do it. Yeah, I'm so far away from being a good team that I want, again. But you build build at some point, though, Cap, with quality difference-making players. But I think anywhere in the first round you're getting difference-making players. Anywhere, if you're a good scout. And that's a big what-if, is it not? Well, that we, can, we we it's ride or die with him. You don't have a cho- choice in that. But no, it's fine. But I'm I'm still going to definitely uh, give him a side eye if those players don't develop in the next couple of years. He says three, right? So I mean, he said you need three year window to see if a draft pick makes it. Minneapolis, Minnesota. Here's Marcus on ESPN 1000. Marcus, darling. What's up, guys? What's, What's up, Marcus? Man, I was finally able to catch you. Uh, when you first started this morning, I'm not usually up at seven. <laughs> good deal. Glad you're getting your day off to a good start. Yeah, man, I'm getting a colonoscopy today. I know that's probably too much information. Uh, oh no, no, no I've had good. two of them. Good luck. No, it's good that you oh, say man. that. It's good that you say that, Marcus, because there's a lot of guys out there that feel like I'm not getting that, or I could just pass that up. No, we all need it. We all got to have it. Hundred percent. So for sure, that's, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. 
Yeah, yeah. For anybody, just real quick, for anybody that's that's contemplating, my uncle passed away mm-hmm. uh, in his forties from uh, colon cancer, and he always told me to you know make sure I get myself checked. So man, it's worth it's it's, it's worth. God bless. Life. I did two of them. Eddie Olchek will tell you it's the you got to get them. Yep. Okay. Yeah, but uh, my point I wanted to make is um, I'm, I'm on the fence. I'm, I'm leaning more towards uh, hoodies perspective. I don't think you need to go down to like twelve or fifteen to get multiple first round picks. Uh, I think you can get that if you even went to like eight or something like that. And so it's like, at, at what point are you just kind of chasing your tail? You know, like how many first round picks do we need for the future? We eventually have to pick. Well, yeah, you know, I, and I'm not saying you got to trade down to number twenty six. I'm saying. What if you said I'm going from one to four and I got this? Or guess what? The Raiders or the Panthers offered multiple number one picks, so I went there. But it means I'm not getting Jalen Carter or Will Anderson or Tyree Wilson. I'm okay with that if the Hall sets me up for multiple years. I, my point is, I don't have to fix this thing right now. Oh God, we only won six games next year. All I want to know is. I got multiple ones and then let my GM do his job. Marcus, we appreciate the phone call. Let's go to LaGrange Bob with us on Cap and J. Hood. Good morning, Bob. Good morning. I just wanted to tell uh, Cap that uh, Caleb Williams was beaten by Tulane, the school that... Uh, <clears throat> no, he wasn't. <laughs> USC was. Or no, Oklahoma. Caleb Williams. Tulane beat Caleb Williams, the quarterback. So, and Caleb Williams is not better than Justin Fields in any way at all. So why do you keep bringing up these names about somebody who played Justin Fields? When Philadelphia went with Jalen Hurt, they stayed with him. All these on-the-fence guys, if Fields don't work out, go with him and stop trying to put somebody in his place. Caleb Williams is not better than Justin Fields. First of all, he's playing college ball. All right? Donnell Mooney came out in the fifth round, the 153rd pick out of Tulane, school Matt Forte went to. Mm-hmm. The guy has talent. The Bears got lucky, but he can play Donnell Mooney, one of the top receivers in the NFL. He's not one so of the I'm... top receivers in the NFL. He's a good what? player. What? He's a good player. And by the way, <laughs> hey, hey uh, LaGrange Bob, let me just read you something here because I like to spit fact. Caleb Williams okay. in that game, 37 of 52 for 462 yards and five touchdowns. You can loss. stick that Tulane loss where the sun don't shine, brother. But you did say loss, right? That's not on him. That's on the defense. <laughs> they gave up 46 points. He doesn't play defense. Let, let me give you another Stop one. Stop the idiocy. Let me give you another one. Doug Williams beat Elway. He didn't beat Elway. He beat Denver. Sorry. He Ooh. beat Elway. Doug Williams beat Elway. Yeah, he beat he beat Elway. No, yeah. he no, beat but, no, Denver. It's a team game. Oh, Jesus you, Christ. So, so, why, so why Fields has to win most of these games then? Putting all the pressure on Fields. My God. If he, if he Please. don't pan out. Please. I just enjoyed a great family weekend in Vegas. We had a lot of fun. You're giving me a stroke at 758. <laughs> hey, Cap. Hey, Cap. I care less what you say. You can say anything. I'm oh. not swayed by that. I'm not swayed by that. Your opinion is your opinion. Mine is mine. I agree with that. But please, you're it's, you're obviously an intelligent fan. What? You watch the games. And sometimes you call in with these nonsensical things. And I've been more than guilty of my own nonsense. Believe me. But when a guy throws for 462 and five scores, yeah, he didn't lose. Take that. Damn. 
Shot or no shot in two minutes. Mother of God. Uh, uh, on the home of the Bears. 